Hi there, are you fed up with your wine belly? Embarrassed about your booze boobs? Sick of waking up with a hangover? And tired of never reaching your potential? Welcome to Sober Sassy Life, the podcast for women who are looking for more out of life than the evening rendezvous with the Chardonnay. Let's banish the wine witch for good. Here's your host, Jackie Elliott. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Sober Sassy Life uh, podcast. After quite a long hiatus of uh, being away, I'm absolutely delighted to be back talking to you. So a very belated uh, Happy New Year, Happy 2018. And today is the 1st of February. And for lots of you, this might be the first day after a sober challenge. January has traditionally been the first sober challenge of the year. So I'd like to talk to you today about several myths that I'd like to clean up for you about the month that you've just had off booze. So you probably decided to do this challenge late last December. Uh, Maybe it was right in the middle of a particularly boozy evening. Someone suggested that you do dry January, a month off for booze. And what's more, you could raise money for charity. Come on, they said. January is a great time to do this. We're all a bit broke. We will have drunk more than usual over Christmas and it will help with the diet. Great idea, you thought. After all, maybe you've been worrying a little bit about the drinking and maybe you tried and tried to moderate, but you can't. And maybe a month off booze with everybody else cheering you along will be just the thing. And so at the strike of midnight, as one year turned into another, you put down your drink and the sober challenge was on. And now, 31 days later, is the end of the challenge. You've made it. So now what? Should you carry on? After all, you've lost a bit of weight. You're feeling a little bit more energetic. You've got a bit more money in your pocket. Best of all, you haven't had a hangover in weeks. But all the others are whooping it up and planning a fishbowl or two of Merlot. And that sounds a lot of fun too. So here's the thing. I love challenges. I love races. I love it when people throw down the gauntlet. I love to win. I love to achieve. And if there is a medal or a plaque or a small statue, maybe so much the better. But a sober challenge is different especially if deep down inside of you, you know that your drinking has become a bit of a problem. So now, as we head into February, I'd like to explode a few myths about your month of drinking, and it might help you make up your mind about the way forward. So first of all, you might be thinking that a month off booze has given your liver a rest. And that's absolutely true. If you are even or have been a moderate drinker, your liver has been working overtime. And remember that booze is a poison, an actual real life scientific toxin. And your liver works extremely hard to get rid of its poison so that we can live. The liver, if we keep abusing it, gets damaged and diseased. Our human body, if given the chance, can perform miracles And as long as we give it the chance, our livers will regenerate and heal themselves. And depending on whether you are male or female, what what, uh, age you are, uh, what height and weight and all those other good things, the liver can possibly repair itself within a month. 
So this month is off is a good thing, right? It sure is. But what doesn't happen is this healthy liver month is not stored in some kind of bank of health credits that you can draw on in later life. So if you go back to your usual levels of drinking, your liver will return to its tired, damaged state. And if you carry on drinking, will get steadily worse. You only benefit from a healthy liver if you keep it that way, by not drinking. Taking a month off here and there, even if you do it every January, will not inoculate you against liver disease if, for the other 11 months of the year, you drink again. So instead of giving your liver a rest, why not give your liver a new lease of life by quitting for good? A second myth that lots of us um, feel is that (coughs) a month off booze proves that you don't have a problem. And we all fall for that one. I managed a month off booze occasionally and sometimes even longer. Most of us can sit on our hands and grit our teeth for a while. Even people who attend AA and have been without booze for years. A month off drinking, if all you are doing is envisaging the large glass of wine that you're going to have later today on the 1st of February, is not proof that you don't have a problem. In fact, if all you have been doing is waiting for January to end so you can start sloping again, well, all the last month has proved is that you won't die without wine, but maybe you think that you will. And that is a problem. Myth number three is that this month off booze will reset your relationship with booze. And I really hope that this one is true for you. I really hope that 31 days without booze has reset your intake. Sadly for me and many other people, it didn't. I might have held off for a week or two after the sober challenge, but by definitely by the end of March, I'd be drinking as much as ever. The thing is, your whole attitude, outlook and mindset has to change about booze and sobriety for the whole sober thing to work and to last. You have to uh, lean into it. You have to love it. And that takes time and effort. And if you've had your eye on the deadline of the 31st of January, the reset you wanted may not be there. But here's the good news. If you stop to think, I bet you can list a dozen improvements in your life just over the last month. I bet some things have improved without you even noticing. What about your sleep patterns? What about your ability to stay awake through a whole movie? What about your productivity at work? What about that first cup of coffee in the morning? I bet it tastes better without the nausea, right? And you might not notice, but you don't have wine breath now. Yep, that's definitely a thing. And you don't repeat the same old story over and over again to long-suffering friends. You might even listen more to what they have to say. Right now, if you don't pick up the bottle, you'll probably live longer and have less risk of cancer, heart disease, diabetes and liver disease. If you stay sober, you'll have more chance of getting rid of that muffin top too. You'll have a less horrible menopause and you might even improve your fertility if you're at the age when you're hoping to start a family. If you need some help, if you'd like to join a community of women who are all embracing sobriety, 
You can join us here at Sage, Sassy and Sober. This month is probably the best time of all to join because we're going back to basics this month. We're looking at triggers, strategies, sober toolboxes, dealing with cravings, dealing with boundaries, dealing with self-care. And we would absolutely love to have you join. It's uh, only 10 bucks a month or $100 for a whole year. You'll have access to some great material, to some Q&As, to lots of um, lovely women in a secret Facebook group. And um, we would love to help you make a sobriety, not just for January for you. So thanks for listening into this podcast episode. And I look forward to talking to you again soon. Bye for now.